There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody. You've interrupted me cutting the cheese in my dining room. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. It's Is It Just Me? The podcast where we talk about all sorts of utter nonsense. Like cutting the cheese. But... And actually, it's the stuff that's the most important, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Joe Elvin. And I'm the other one. I'm James Williams. We have a dose of double trouble with us this evening. I'm we saying sure this do. evening, we're recording this at my house in the evening and we're already half a glass of wine down. So I'm a little bit worried. We apologize now, happen. people. We have today, we have comedians, authors, podcasters, absolutely hilarious women extraordinaire the scummy mummies well, aka hey. ellie gibson and helen thorne hello hello hello, hello. sorry hello. you had to share a mic That's we're on the budget fine. Yeah. we've shared yeah. lots of things haven't we <laughs> ellie shared oh, really? so much we shared a midwife did you know did i did <laughs> not at the same time no. we our, our boys were born 11 days apart this is before we even met yeah and uh alicia i think her name was she was very hot and young and italian and and she she did things to our vaginas that no man could ever have done no well they could have if they had enormous fists yeah, exactly. but no man had ever yeah. been allowed to do and I was on a lot of drugs and yes. just wanted something out of my vagina wait but are you yes. still talking about childbirth or yeah, that I, I wonder how many night. I wonder how many women's me too experiences have been at the hands of a midwife <laughs> exactly yeah I, yeah she went in quite deep actually but um yeah. anyway well live to tell the tale yes are you still in touch with her <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if only she uh, she she asked asked, she yeah. asked they never speak to her again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure she's listening right yeah. now. She's yeah. a big fan of the podcast. Huge fan. I think yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she moved back to Italy. She saw too much. Yeah. She was just like, oh god, no, too not. much British vagina. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. My Australian bush. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she cannot wait for Brexit. She yeah. absolutely cannot wait. She wants Get nothing me out to do of here. This. Get them out of yeah. Europe <laughs> with their giant <laughs> vaginas. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, hello, listener. Yeah, that's, that's no. us in a nutshell. I, I love where, like, less than three minutes in, and we've had how many vagina drop mentions already? Oh. It's you know, it's, it's minge city. Well, you know, tonight. it's I've come, to, I've come to the right place. Welcome <laughs> to the new empowered 2019, James I'm, Williams. I'm here for it. We are here for vagina power. <laughs> I yeah. always have been. Yeah. In one way, shape or form. Yeah. I'm not hard to believe. Meta- I was going to say metaphorically, probably yeah. not physically. Yeah. 
Ladies, do you mind, ladies? We had this discussion earlier today. Oh, oh who minds ladies? Some oh. people do. Some people get quite militant about ladies yeah. patronising. How do you oh. feel about that? No, oh. it came from you, though. It, it's not, it's not, I don't feel like it's a patronising thing. I, ju- I just can't. You're too care. tired. I can't bring up the energy to give a monkey. Yeah. I don't, I'm the same. I just can't believe the people that have the energy to get that angry about everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get angry about other things. Yeah. Yes, like yes. cutting the nose off the cheese. We women get, we have yeah. called much worse words than ladies, yeah. I would suggest. Well we could, then, you know. ladies, back to my original point. It was a night such as this. It's snowing, it's freezing, it's raining. It wasn't snowing, but it was pretty miserable when I had tickets for your Scummy Mummy stand-up show in gorgeous, glamorous Catford. Oh, yes. Oh. And, I had to, and, and I had to run home and then run out the door and made it by the skin of my teeth. Luckily enough, I had my keen bean friend who loves going out no matter in, in what weather. And she said to me, that must have been quite awful, just having to, like, rush from work. And I have to admit, it was quite awful. <laughs> and then within four minutes of you guys being on stage, it was one of the best nights of oh. my life. It oh was my so goodness. funny. Oh, no, seriously. Such a ch- <laughs> that's, and that's sheltered a, life. No, no that's it's co- not so, true. I thought you were very glamorous. That's not she, true. She hates rushing and being late as well. So that's a real oh, compliment. And being did. flustered. We, we so. I was there. mega Thank stressed. You. And, and you I was exercised, in Catford. You exercised that yeah. angst in three minutes. But seriously. And I, the other thing I will say is, I don't know. I kind of thought that I'd heard all the mummy jokes. Mm. And that's not the entirety of what you guys do, but you get a lot of humour out of being parents and having young children and being exhausted. But it was so fresh and so funny. If you haven't seen Scummy Mummies Live, you absolutely should take the opportunity as soon as you can. And I know there's something coming up in April. Is there that right? is an opportunity for you. Well, soon, March, March. March is yeah. a big hackney gig, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, huge hackney gig. And also we're going to be doing the Underbelly Festival at Southbank. But we're oh. going all over the country this year. Yeah. And I think, can we say we're going to be at Edinburgh? That's the plan. Yes. So, oh, that's yeah. exciting. Say that's the plan. There's yeah. laughs, there's songs, there's costumes. There's audience interaction, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And that's and just Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. And, uh, that's nothing to do with you girls. Yeah. But exactly. you, I mean, and you guys have been doing it for ha- quite a few years now, right? Yeah. So we met just uh, under six years ago and then we've been doing the live shows just over five years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's been great. And it's sort of ramped up. I mean, now that our kids are a bit older, then we, we're sort of on tour a lot more. Turns out it's really nice not hanging out with your family. And it's re- <laughs> love a premiere in. I'm a big fan now. It's as long as it's got a bath, I do like a bath in the, in the. Uh... I mean, my my guilty secret is I didn't really appreciate going to the fashion shows until I became a mother. Yeah, and then just that thing of waking up and only getting yourself ready, Honestly. and having your eggs come to the door via a handsome Italian waiter. <gasps> the dream. It wasn't that bad, I've nice. got to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. I had a 10-minute argument with my seven-year-old this morning at like 8 a.m. about why you, you shouldn't wear your woolly gloves to practice the guitar. And I did think <laughs> to myself, I would rather be waking up alone in a premiere inn yeah. with a hangover, quite yeah. honestly. Maybe this. running into Lenny Henry. Can yes, that's it. I do. Gags. You do have to shove him back in the wardrobe yeah. sometimes. It's yeah. very awkward. Yeah, yeah. Lenny. Yeah. Had enough. Yeah. Can I well, ask? he fits in the wardrobe these days. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Can I ask, are the kids at an age yet where they keep they've started saying, "Stop putting me in your act"? 
Oh, I think they're still... That's tough. Fast. I was going to say, I mean, you yes, know. Yes, because they only see the PG version. So right. we, we tour it at festivals. So we've done sort of like Port Elliot and Camp Festival and Wilderness. So they come along to that, but when we take out all the, the really hardcore naughties. And we don't simulate sex with each other, do we, at those ones? No, not that those ones. No. no very no. PG. Well, you'd be very ripped off with the audience in that case then. Yeah, that's right. That's what yeah. they come for, the nude suits and the and the, the humping. But, well, um, well, well that's, that's what I Instagrammed. <laughs> <laughs> Who liked it, Joe Elvin? Who liked that? Why don't you say it, Helen Thorne? It was Amy Schumer. Oh, my God. Marvellous. I mean, look, I've I've had many highlights in my life, you know, marriage, childbirth. But, you know, that that kept me going for weeks. That did. Yeah. I was very pleased. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think, yeah, it's weird because today, so we're doing a, a, a show at my son's school. For, um, to raise money for oh, God. Know, some whiteboard or we're something. We're incredibly good people. That's yeah, what we're, we're saying. Just very good. This is worse than once I um, got David Gandhi to give me some of his underpants range to auction for the school raffle. And I thought I might get kicked out of the school at that point, but now I'm, I don't know, this is next level, taking wow. your stand-up show to the yeah. kids' school. <laughs> including the song about the PTA. Looking forward to <laughs> performing that in front of the PTA. Uh, that's really going to be good. I can't complain. I think we've got, we've got upper hand because we've actually raised some money for them, so yeah. we can... You've got them over a barrel, basically. Yeah, I think so. They need you. We've got hands. Yeah, so a couple of my son's uh, friends said to me today when I went to pick up, they went, oh, oh, Ellie, there's a picture, there's a poster of you in the the school hall. And I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought about... (laughs) that about all these children and I was like am I wearing a gold suit and they were like yeah and I was like how well, old's your son he's seven yeah wait till he's about 12 you'll be like oh my god oh, you're so like, embarrassing he'll be tearing down those posters yeah, That's yeah. Right. He, at the moment yeah. he doesn't seem to care but I I, I, I had my, I had a little flash like you're saying of, of the future and yeah oh, ooh, at some point I'm gonna have to do something about this yeah I think Evie was about 10 when she said to me it's just so embarrassing when we're out and you like say hello to people that we know <laughs> <laughs> so, why would you do that like, yeah I know yeah. it's like well what do you want me to do give them the finger you yeah. Know? It's like, yeah your manners yeah. are so embarrassing yeah. Yeah. yeah just close your eyes till they're gone yeah it's, fine. <laughs> it's just like I'm sorry oh. yeah I know I, I mean because we started the podcast when the boys were very very little and Joe Joe wasn't even born when we started the podcast and so we've it's shared true. oh yeah. you yeah. just very young <laughs> Yeah, I know we sound young, but we're eighty-five. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, we we shared a lot of filth. I would say almost too much, and now it's on the internet forever. So we have to live with that and work out what to do. Well, my, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have the same thing that we have. I genuinely forget. I mean, obviously, what we talk about is very serious on this yes. show, but I honestly forget half the shit we spew on a weekly basis. And then mm. people come up to me, friends. Well, I forget they're listening. Yeah, and you put them in the show, and then you get really royally told off don't you or yeah. or even worse i get people just randomly sending me messages going oh when you did this or and i'm going what the hell are you talking about or <laughs> oh i hate that too and i'm like what because you just forget yeah. don't you kind of go off into a little bubble and just spew and forget yeah. that people will listen yeah well that's yeah. it because our podcast has very much been nights at the pub over the last oh i love it. i i got really drunk on your podcast <laughs> lovely and we had oh, a whole wheel of dear. brie i remember we I did <laughs> Yeah. A kilo of bread and, 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 like, and then we finished off more. with mustics. 
Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. With yes. what? Oh, musk don't, don't get them started. What's a musk stick? Australian delicacy. Is, uh, oh, it's wonderful. Oh, they I, sort of taste like sweet soap in a stick form. I was going to yeah. They're lovely. Yeah. They, I was yeah. thinking like a joss stick? Or, yeah. Kind so of. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but you eat it. Oh, you eat it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and you used to get like five for 10, 10 cents when I was yes. growing up. But um, I, mean, I love it. I love it. in this country and there's a reason for that. Well, yeah. I mean, I love it. very deprived. I love a cherry ripe. I think yes. that's the Australians. I'm very Ooh. grateful yeah, that to is you my favorite chalk. for bringing yeah. in cherry ripe. A cherry ripe smoothie is excellent. Ooh. If you've ever, ever had one of those, I like, I like a mint slice, which is mint slice from the fridge. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. no, yeah. I don't. I don't know what they're talking about. We're now. going what foreign are those now. Pizza biscuits you made me. Eat? Pizza oh, shapes. pizza shapes. Oh, my them. husband loves those. They're very chicken sacred. in a biscuit. My mm. veget- <laughs> my vegetarian husband loves chicken in a biscuit. <laughs> that sounds all kinds of wrong. That sounds like a bird within a bird within a bird. We've talked about those before. And I always used. They're just like drumstick-shaped biscuits that taste a bit like chicken crisps. Oh. And I'm a bit gross. I like to do a little pre-lick because there's so much flavouring on it. Yes. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a little yeah. pre-lick you and then get more. It can't. <laughs> tiny uh, lick. It can't tiny be good. Oh, oh, it's terrible. It's but all... my favourite thing about your show is, and, and the book, well, the book is just called Scummy Mummies, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's available now. It's um, Still in print. Still in print. Still in print. Is all the um, Scummy Mummy confessions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes. it's it's yeah, it's well, it's a, there's a bit, there's a few songs in there, and there's some sort of I want I, I want to say the word essay, but that feels like so pretentious. <laughs> Wonderful narrative. There's some uh, writing yes. uh, in it, but yeah. So in our show, we give all the audience members, as you know, Joe, we give them all uh, cards and pens, and and we ask them to write down their oh, scummy mummy. I, I was at the bar when that happened. Uh, okay, <laughs> so she was very engaged. Yeah. Member of your audience. Well, I knew I I can't remember what it was that night, but I I remember hearing the story and thinking. I would never have topped that. So, mm. yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. We, we do get some absolute hundingers and we've saved all of them. So my shed is full of literally tens of thousands of these things now uh, that were, I don't know, maybe we'll burn them all come the apocalypse. Or so we'll do something with them. Yeah, it's um, an incredible kind of snapshot of what motherhood is in Britain right now as well. So so what we get, because James hasn't been to the show yet, um, is that, yeah, we get everyone to write their scummy mummy confessions and then we, we read out the sort of top 10 uh, in the show and people vote the scummiest mummy uh, and they're nothing we could ever mm. imagine or like all the jokes we've ever written nothing is funnier than the truth or all the awkward and horrible yeah. things that please tell me there's a, a sash you present a sash with scummy mummy scummiest mummy on it we, we have a cloak oh okay we? a right. cloak of filth we have a scepter of neglect and a, a bit and a big and scarlet letter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh give people some scum pain which is very cheap prosecco so yeah and that's and that's a lovely and that's sort of like the crescendo of the live show yeah yeah I mean, as a matter of interest do you get is it mainly mums or you get lots of dads what's the sort of mix for you at your shows i I would be about 95 percent women i think and then a few confused men and then we've got a few gay followers as well and but the podcast i think we get much more sort of diverse listenership because i think they're kind of just like us as a double act um, so and you get great guests on that as well. Amazing guests. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> the really I mean, good ones we usually invite, invite back three or four times. Um, <laughs> and then the others we just once, is, if they get yeah. too pissed, yeah. if they eat all the cheese, we yeah. just all usually the leave it. And say they've orgasmed yeah. because, yes. because they've had a musk stick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You did fillet that. Yeah. Very oh my god, Joe Elvin. <laughs> well, you know, but I the confessions we've from so the Western suburbs. <laughs> yeah. 
So we've been doing the show five years, so we do get some repeat confessions. There's always a lot of wees in soft plays and sort of poos just in the left yeah. in the park. And then there's what the kids do. But yeah. there's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, far away at Mayo Park. Exactly. Really, I mean, yeah. But there's, there's like, there's always ones that surprise us as well. And that just, um, yeah. And one of our favourites ever is where they, um, it was a, it was a couple and they uh, they told that her conf- the mum's confession was that um, she told the three kids to go upstairs and get dressed for lunch Sunday lunch with the great aunt and uncle, and the two older kids came downstairs all you know suited and booted, and then the three year old came downstairs uh, wearing the mum's French maid outfit. Oh and they God. were like, oh my god, yeah. And so this woman obviously was in the audience, and it turned out her husband was in the audience too. And um, so Helen said to him, what are you, the pool boy? And he went, nope, I'm the gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that up. No. Like if you, that, if that was in a sitcom. Oh. I can't believe know. he actually said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And God bless yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. It was great. It was really, It was really, a real moment. Oh my God. I dare I say it, girls. I mean, we've, we've touched on so much already, but I feel we need to move on to some official topics. Do we need to? Yes, I think we should. Right, you're the uh, boss. I know, the man sorry. Is the boss. Oh, God, I hate yeah. to. Ma- I'm sorry for mansplaining there. Please, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Shouldn't you be at a meeting of the patriarchy? Oh, I know. I'm, I'm a scumbag. He's, he's, he's kneeling up with one foot on a chair, <laughs> hand on hip, legs splayed. Yeah. 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 our brand. Thank you very you know, much. Also, with, my with great and glorious that. leader, Jacob Rees Mogg, told me everything I know. Uh, great, great guy. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Top gent. Uh, anyway, let's do this, shall we, ladies? So, first topic then this week, ladies. Ladies, that, that word again. I'm so sorry. Anyway, here we go. Uh, I first, am a lady, she says, with a mouthful of food. You, never more ladylike, Joe. <laughs> uh, right. The first topic this week. Is it just me that occasionally worries that I might be a bit too honest for my own good? Ooh. Now, I say this because, you know, I... I I like to live a truthful existence. You know, I mean, also, I've said this before. My issue is I might as well say it out loud because I have one of those faces that just betrays me. I literally, <laughs> I wear all of my emotions on my face. Yeah. I have no poker face whatsoever. So I'd rather just be an open, awful person than basically a duplicitous one. You know what yeah. I mean? You might as well be uh. an honest twat rather than just a nasty twat. Uh, but then you know who your real friends are because yeah. you're, not, you're not playing to anyone. You're just being yourself and they will love you for who you are. True. Well, what if you're a wanker? Well, you can still have friends. Well, that's true. Isn't that, it? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I find don't know. it so difficult to hurt anyone's feelings, <laughs> even if sometimes I need to. I yeah. find that so torturously. And and I think you, James, might be surprised to hear that because, you know, Helen, I, I'm an Aussie. I'm quite direct. But I just, when there are times when I, I'm twisting my spine in knots because I don't want to say to someone, you're a massive pain in the ass or. Do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. just can't do it. I can't do no, it. No, not to yeah. their faces. Is that no, like no. a conf- <laughs> is that confrontation or, or or is it honesty? Because I think you're a very honest person. I think. Well, I think what you see is what you get, yeah. but I think that's different to going. I'm just being honest. No, we've and talked. You look about, crap yeah. today. Yeah. Th- there, 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 I, I, what's no. the point? There are well, some yeah, people that get off on going yeah. out their way to point yeah. out something hurtful. Yeah, that's yeah. different. But I just think sometimes, and I, I, I mean honesty not necessarily about other people about you because sometimes you know people say to me how are you today and I, i've now started saying actually i'm having a really shit day and you know we, we are programmed you know t- mm. in polite society as ladies to say oh i'm having a charming lovely day right. everything's fine you paste a good a smile on it don't you yeah. and now i can see people being quite thrown when i say things like oh actually yeah i've got no work on at the moment i'm a bit worried about cash and they're like Oh, <laughs> it, it throws people. So yeah. it's those moments. It's not so much about feedback 
to other people. Right, it's about same. me being a bit too honest about my own circumstances. Yeah, see, I've always been, a, I like a good old whinge. I've always been happy to go, oh, dreadful, dreadful. I wake up at six, I stub my toe, run out of milk. I, I hate everything. The apocalypse is coming. It's all over. So, well, I guess I you, you based your whole brand on being honest, right? It was the whole basically saying, because yeah, I guess it was against all that sort of yummy mumminess, right? Yeah, yeah. We did. We, we have never sugarcoated our experience and never said, oh, I mean, we always we always say after many confessions, uh, yes, we do love our children. Yes, we do love them. Mm. Um, but <laughs> this is They're all this right. Is- Let's <laughs> be honest <laughs> yeah uh, yeah they're hard work uh but um yeah i think i think we were we were part of that first kind of wave of mum bloggers and comedians and stuff who who did that that way because there was a big kind of shift in the 90s it was all very yummy mummy sort of stuff but it's, it's interesting when we like we on our instagram account we might take a photo of the inside of our car which is basically just mcdonald's and who knows there's probably a dead mouse in there as well and just like piles of rubbish <laughs> and we're like oh god is it you know again is it just me or is, is your your car a wheel on bins um, or a bin <laughs> on wheels wheel. <laughs> wheel on bins I mean it could be that too Either a bin or. on wheels um, but yeah and everyone's like that. oh my god you know that's that's like me and my I, my husband says we're the only ones with cars like that and everyone just went yes that's like me so I think it was really kind of empowering and I hate that word but uh, there was a bit of a relief when we, we started saying all this sort of honest shit and, and also the nicest feedback we get is like oh god you've made me feel normal so I think that is um it's it's been useful. It's been yeah. profitable. Yeah. Uh, well, well, to be honest, I don't think podcasts would work if you weren't honest. I mean, the thing I think that works about yours about this one, people always say to us, it's like listening to me and my mates. You know, yeah. and I think if you're not prepared to basically put yourself out there, mm. it's not for everyone. You know, we we've worked with people and we've had guests that it hasn't worked because they're trying to present a very yes. polished yeah. version and of themselves the I, and it I, doesn't work. If you're not prepared to be honest, it doesn't yeah, make you very I, I think I was <laughs> thinking about well, like you say, like the feedback thing. Yeah. Sometimes I do think, I mean, I, you know, I write an editor's letter in you magazine every week. Some, and I've been told before that, you know, God, you're so honest about, and I did Giovanna Fletcher's podcast um, happy mum, happy baby, and I still get feedback from that saying, "Thank you for being so honest." And I and I read those, and I think, should I have been a bit less honest? <laughs> yeah, because no, Joe, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Only, you only need to worry when they say, "Thank you for being so brave." No, I've brave, had that. Brave, brave is the one that I've makes me go. Definitely had that. Brave is the one that makes my literally my. I'm like, oh my oh. god, I've really crossed a line here because that's the word I, you I, use. I, I, I think yeah. with being a mum as well, and you will. I'm sure relate to this. It's like, you know, I talked about how I was quite bored and I didn't really love maternity leave. Um, I hated being pregnant. You know, Mm. I love my child and I was excited about having a baby, but being pregnant was awful. And um, I've had an enormous amount of feedback from people saying that they felt afraid to admit that because society doesn't let you. No. You're you're supposed to be glowing and happy and... Blooming. Yeah, and talking to bluebirds on your way to (laughs) the yoga pregnancy class, you know, and and I hated it. And I don't know, I I just didn't really have any qualms about saying that. But it was after I'd had the no qualms and said it that people said, wow, I can't believe you said that. (laughs) You know, and I just thought, that's weird, don't you think? No, and you're and you will not be the only one. I think that's as soon as you say one of you say your truth, you will you will find your people, and that's and that's you have to not second guess what you think people want to hear. Or, exactly, and um, and that's and we just we're just ourselves. We can't do I can't I can't do other accents. I can't I can't. Oh act. God, no, no, you can't do that. No, no. Bit, is that too honest? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
said that to you many times. Stop doing um, accents. But I think com- comedy as well, being honest, is our is our job. Um, I think it was Richard Pryor said, you know, um, with comedy, um, the audience want to know what's wrong with you. They want to know well, what has compelled pain, you right? to get up yeah. exactly yeah. to get up yeah. on stage like a dick and say all these secrets about your life to all these strangers. Um, and I think I think that's just it. And I just think, yeah, it's arguably we're a bit too honest. You know, we, we sing a song in our show based on um, Eye of the Tiger about what happens to your body after you have kids called Why the Vagina. Um, and then I have a whole bit about my sex life mm. and my husband and blowjobs and all this. And my dad is our roadie. So he's sat through these bits probably about 100 times. Are, yeah. are we just basically a, a bunch of dreadful like show offs? Maybe basically. we're just awful. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Shame. Uh, no shame. No shame. I love having no shame. Yeah. I love it. I do think it's healthy. I I, I do. And I think, you know, I, 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 I think we've all been a bit like this before it became, you know, the whole mental health thing we talked about in the past. It's it's great. You know, people can be a lot more honest about it, but I'd like to say that's allowed me to be a lot more. I was being way too honest before that, you know, but ahead of your time. Well, I think we all were, but uh, you know, I think it's it's only a good thing. So I think if you my belief is, Somebody says to you, and I, I try to always not overshare in the mm. sense that I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, but I try to basically, if you ask me a question like, how was your day, without basically downloading too much and making you feel like it's, you you're my therapist. Want, you, you don't want to be like that one in the Inside Out film. Yeah. You know, like the little blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Or Fun yeah. Bobby from Friends, you yeah. know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, it's just that very, yeah. that you have to toe that line. But yeah. I, I just think, you know, what it does do, it allows everyone else to be to exhale and yes. basically say, yeah. oh God, actually I've had a shit day too. And you know, I'm a bit worried about this, that and the other. And it, yeah. it connects you a lot more with things rather than everyone plastering on that sort of, you know, Stepford wives. Yes, everything's amazing. Yeah. You know? Well, there we go. Speak the, that, I think that, we're that, speaking your yeah. truth, James yeah. Williams. That, I mean, yeah. that, that's honesty done then? Yeah. I thought that was horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate your honest. honesty actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste this is a waste of my time forgive my frankness yeah. when I, I could be at home yeah. watching Marie Kondo again yeah. it's Let, wrong let's go and talk about let's go and yeah. talk about driving yeah. instead let's keep on like safe topics like driving right. which brings us seamlessly to our next topic oh, oh, right anyway this is another one of mine uh, is it just me that well, oh, it's uh, all about you. I know. I'm sorry, mansplaining once again. <laughs> I'm an awful person. Try to just leave right now. What is a car? <laughs> well, you ladies would know well, what a car is. Exactly. You, you know, under a bonnet, you know. <laughs> and I'm not talking Jane Austen bonnets. Uh, anyway, is it just me that literally has no interest in driving? Now, this actually is weirdly because I would say as a man, you know, I get a bit of judgment because, you know, a lot of people go, well, you don't drive. And it, I really do feel it's very much, oh, you mm. like, oh, you're not, I hate to say it. It's a, it's almost like a, qu- a question of your masculinity because yeah. you don't. And I have a driver's license. I just haven't driven in it's 24 very, years. It's very interesting you say that. And my really? husband would be very cross when I mention this. And he's next door. So I'm so going to whisper in my yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. No one will find out. It's just us yeah, four. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one listens to this, right? Exactly. Um, I we fight if Ross drives, so I do pretty much all the driving because he's much better at navigating and looking at the maps and the wiggly lines looking on the A to Z. Maps. It's not two thousand and nine. What are you talking what? about? 
get an app. You're just blowing my mind now. Get but the even ways on. Yeah, get no, no, the ways. The ways. I'm, I'm rubbish at that even. Oh. Like the minute it's trying, it's, it starts trying to explain a roundabout to me in the fifth exit. What the hell is going no, on? you need the man Can't to bear it. Fourth and I six, need the man. <laughs> it's really not rocket science. And he, he's just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a better driver. Oh my God. So getting divorced. Yeah. But it does feel like a masculine thing to drive and that I, I please don't shoot me down in flames feminists but when i say to my other my female friends oh you know i kind of do all the driving they're always really shocked yeah. well no it's I, still the thing right yeah i know yeah. quite a few of our female friends actually we have joe and i mutual friends in common who and their husbands don't have a license and so they they always drive but they actually say it winds them up not because it's well, know, because it, they're always the designated yeah, driver. that's yeah. what it yeah, is yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. you know um but to, but to be honest with you, I, I remember growing up in South Wales uh, where you needed to drive. It was almost like, it was like literally getting your wings. You could literally get a social life. You could drive to like the nearest town and actually go to see the cinema. So see the cinema, go to the cinema, see a <laughs> yeah. film. It was never, there were only yeah. films on, of course. It was, it was, it was they, a means they didn't have the talkies in Wales. No, the talkies. <laughs> look at the building. They've just got going. there now, I believe. Yeah. They, yeah. And avocados <laughs> have just arrived as well. Uh, yeah. But anyway, no, at the time, you know, it, it, people couldn't wait. And on their 17th birthday, everyone was given driving lessons. And I remember at the time, even though I knew I was desperate to get away from where I lived, I wanted to move to London. But I even remember at 17, I didn't have that really raging passion to learn to drive it just mm. didn't really interest me but I kind of did it because it was what everyone did at 17 and passed my driving test but then I moved to London and in London I would argue you don't need a car so yeah. for me I've just I've got a driver's license I would never if your life depended on it I would literally get behind the wheel of a car and drive you to a hospital but, but I would never I wouldn't feel safe doing I, it I wouldn't I, feel I, safe <laughs> you'd be better off just, since you drove and that was in bloody Wales you'd be better off just yeah. dying rather yeah, than me yeah. driving you to the hospital don't right. trust her she can't use ways <laughs> I mean really well, you'll get there eventually <laughs> you know uh, but uh, I was intimidated to drive in London for the longest time and now um, I feel like if you can drive in London, you can drive anywhere. Mm. But see, it's I, so aggressive. Yeah. It's so, you know, you, and you have though. to be aggressive. Yeah. yeah. But I, I learned to drive quite late because I grew up in London. I grew up around here in southeast London and didn't learn to drive until I was about 30. Um, and then I was, before we started hiring my dad, I was our roadie for mm. a number of years. And um, I find more stressful than driving in London. I find when you're on country roads, like in Devon or somewhere. Oh, yeah, in Cornwall, where it's all like single track. Yeah. It's really track. awful. And you don't know the roads. Yeah. But the person behind you in their landy knows the roads back to front and they're pissed off that you're driving at the legal limit <laughs> and they get right up your bottom. Yes, and I, I know find that. that very I know that experience. I actually I quite enjoy annoying those people. <laughs> Slow it down a, a few miles. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, wait, landy. Yeah. And also, I, I'm, I'm that person. Pass yeah. ag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think, I'm Delicious. sure it happens yeah. in London, but people in the country, in my experience, are more likely to be driving drunk. I'm not yeah. saying they all are, but we because we did that gig in Somerset. Do you remember in that pub? Yeah, we did a, a lovely gig in a posh pub, and uh, there was lots of lovely ladies. And afterwards, that uh, we, we were meeting them, and we we're like, "Oh, so how are you getting home?" Because they're absolutely smashed off their nuts, completely smashed and lovely and sloshing all over the place. They're like, "Oh no, we're driving. We're driving. Oh, it's my five and drive." Five and drive. No, no Uber there, is there? No Uber. No. So no, there. But but they do have those hedgerows, and I was thinking, just, and that's they, the thing. Yeah. But they it's do like a bumper car down. But they they road. also tear around those blind bends. Yeah. Oh like I, I mean, the the speed that someone comes at me head on in those little those windy roads in Cornwall, and mm. I can't understand how 
It's like because I, I I drive so timidly around that place, like fifteen miles an hour, beeping the horn around the corners. <laughs> if you had five drinks, you see, if you were doing five and drive, five and drive, you'd be a bit bolder. Oh. Five and drive. I'd be in a ditch. I mean, <laughs> five and die. I um I have to put my hand up. I don't have my license, and uh, I I came from country Australia where you you needed to have a license you, to get anywhere. Where are you from in Australia, darling? I'm from Vic- country Victoria in the Gulf. Valley, oh, uh, which is awful. <laughs> Get out of my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, for, for, you know, um, oh. English, but what's the sort of equivalent of oh, that? It's, it's very flat. It's the fruit. Probably growing. like Devon. Oh. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah, yeah I'm joking. No, no. It's, it's very rural, very, very sparse. Like Rutland, is it? It's Something very like flat, that. very flat. I would say almost like, uh, like, like Norfolk Broads, you know, oh. really Well, I've flat. never been there. Oh, again, quite nice. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. But yeah, it's but so everything d- is a bit greener in England, yeah, isn't it? Is it, it not? Yeah, it's yeah. got a lovely yeah. filter on it. It's <laughs> a lovely filter on, on yeah. England. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, but I went, I moved to Melbourne and went to uni at 18. And then I met my 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 now husband, my only husband, uh, at nineteen. Oh, really? Current, current, oh, current husband, yeah. no, the current Mister Thorne. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. and and that was when I was nineteen, and now I'm forty. So he's been my designated driver until I met Ellie, who became my designated wife driver. So, but I'm, you've you've been threatening to learn to drive for a few I keep, years. I keep doing, but I, I'm quite I'm quite scared. I feel like there's a like. Oh, it's I'm, awful. I'm the same. I, I, I had yeah. to do I had to do my test again oh. in England mm. because. Because I'm an idiot, and I, le- I I left the admin too long to change my Australian license, so I had to sit the test and do the whole thing again. Oh. It's really you can I can drive. Yeah. Passing the test is I've, really hard. Yeah, I've finally broken the cycle every year up until this year. My New Year's resolution was to do a refresher driving course. Yeah, and I finally broken free of those shackles. I've gone. I'm not ever going to do it. No. I and I feel free for it. Yeah, but. You know, I, I have to say, I do feel bad because it, I find it really comes to play when you go on holiday. Like when you go to, because we are lucky, we live in, in a city whereby you can literally get around. You don't need to drive really, do you? Yeah. Um, but when you go to places like LA or places like Wales, or Cornwall. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know, you really do need it. And then I, I am aware that I become the albatross around my mm. friend's neck because you just don't divide up. That the, is what they say. They do. They call me the Albie. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. you know, you, you just don't divide up the, yeah. the, the sort of, you know, the labour, the driving labour. And, and, I, and I think that that goes back to what we were talking about, you know, friends and, and couples. I think we do argue about if one doesn't drive and the other does, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to say, I don't feel weird about it and I don't feel guilty about it. So sorry. And yeah. as, a, as a driver who drives a lot, I just don't care. What you don't, yeah? Do their no, lives. I, I really don't. No, I don't sort of like treat you well, like a freak that's what i my point i guess is i do feel like there are people in this world who love to drive and, 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 and you know I, I i have friends who are cu- and if they I, just if i'm in the car i want to be the driver yeah 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 i i just do i do i yeah. do remember ellie once saying i don't know if she was sober or not but she said even if you do learn to drive you're not going to drive yeah i'm with what? you ellie the, with the car. yeah yeah oh no i would totally no i wouldn't have said that i would totally for a long time i, I would have liked you to drive and then we yeah. just gave up and i started paying my dad we pay, we pay a nice man <laughs> ellie's dad or... no i would i would trust you to drive okay. totally. oh, um, I'm, I'm but what are you going to do when you're a granny i know exactly no i do look i yeah i turn 40 in october james what are you going to do when you're a granny <laughs> well you know yeah. it, it does keep yeah. me awake at night yeah uh, you know well 
being a granny. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'll probably be living in the granny flat, so I won't have to go anywhere. I'll be well, in the grounds. I'll have self-drive motorised something course. or other. Well, apparently, self-driving cars coming. are literally the, yes. not that far away. I don't trust those. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I, but I do because my kids are seven and ten now, and Will does all the driving to all the. Your kids will be able to drive soon. True. True. Make them your Uber drivers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I do feel a bit guilty. He does all the like the swimming lessons and the and all the bullshit. Mm. I don't. It is scary. I think it is. It was. That's why yeah. I put it off for so long. Yeah, um, I feel it is like scary learning to drive it and hanging in London. But I'll set you one for me. Driving instructor Keith. Keith's amazing. Uh, the most patient man I've ever met. Um, and hilariously, incredibly superstitious. Oh. To the point where he will not give you a driving lesson if it's a Friday the thirteenth. Wow. Because he cannot leave his house. That's am- I love Keith. Also, I feel like Keith. And if you see a magpie, you have to salute it and say, "Good morning, Mr. Magpie." And I feel like with the name Keith, he was born to be a driving instructor. Yeah, That's a yeah. very good, solid driving instructor name. I think he, he's absolutely brilliant, unless it's a Friday the Thirteenth, right. in which case he's no good to you. But uh, which, thankfully, doesn't happen that often. No, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you still quote him. He said, oh, "Keith said this," and yeah, when she's yeah. like reverse barking, this is the Keith method. I feel yeah. I feel quite safe in Keith's hands. He's, he's like he's he's the greatest influential figure in my life, apart from Marie Kondo. Yes. Yeah. Keith and Marie Kondo. He's like your Yoda. They're like, my, yeah. they're like better than my parents. Well, that's brought Keith down in my estimation. <laughs> <laughs> I was on board with Keith. Yeah, for a second. She was really warming yeah. to Keith until you, until you dropped the condo. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are sat there listening to us thinking, what, Joe's totally wrong, I love Marie Kondo, or you want Keith's number to teach you how to drive, yeah. uh, we do love hearing from you guys. So do drop us an email at the usual email address. It's um, is it just me podcast at gmail.com. And in fact, we had a lovely email this oh, week. You have to sit here while we just read out some love for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, yeah. this is specifically, actually, yes, uh, it's about uh, our Dido episode. It's from Sophie Beckett, and she said she's definitely with us on the whole eating thing. Um, if, she, if she hasn't eaten by a certain time, she gets a headache. Uh, when I'm eating one meal, I'm thinking about the next, as we always say we are doing. Uh, we are doing, we do. She's. I'm also that person who studies a menu before I go anywhere. Oh, I Ross already know that. what I'm going to order. Free. Does this yeah. make me weird? I think I'm organized. Now, I have a friend that actually gets very upset if you look at the menu because she loves the surprise of us all going together and seeing the menu. She needs to chill out. <laughs> Who is it? Who is this person? Do well, I know the them? The is literally on fire when you're getting yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in a weird way, I kind of, I guess it's a bit like, you know, believing in Santa. You, you know, you, you don't ruin the... But I, I, Hang I'm, on a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. Why is what I'm going to eat a pleasant surprise for you? <laughs> what? Exactly. May, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't read really the the rationale really but i think in her head it's like because she's she's a big foodie so she loves the idea of going and just seeing the menu and everyone reacting to it at the if same she's time a big foodie, there's no way she hasn't checked the odd yeah, menu before she, she goes to a restaurant but, um, like hell but yeah i i, I can't this person? i, I know can't this help person, myself don't I? well we talked about it before we said that you need to look at the menu because you shame. need to yeah. work out your food options around the other meal because we always say if you're going to go hard or go home when you go for dinner yeah you then want to kind of balance it out don't you so you don't want to like shoot your load if you're going for like, absolutely if you're going for a gastronomic like extravaganza oh, and like you're gonna or, if you're gonna have the five like fried yes. chicken and yeah kebab. exactly yeah, yeah. you want to then go a bit lighter nice. so you yeah. need to so that's my argument for looking at the menu in advance yes because if you're having like sashimi and a light salad that's different to yeah. like seven pastas or exactly whatever. 
Just turn up, look at the menu, say what you want to eat, eat it. It's not rocket science. And I think if you want to look at the menu beforehand, it's totally fine. I think that's okay. I think we all basically said the same thing. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Sophie, we don't think you're weird. No. You, you, we, we think James' friend is, though. <laughs> you yeah. can tell us after. Yeah. yeah. And we can yeah. judge them. Anyway, thank you, Sophie, for your email. Um, and if uh, you are listening and want to get in touch, please do so. Send us your topic suggestions and guest uh, suggestions. The email again is isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Whenever you're ready. Go. Okay, guys, is it just me or do you still have anxiety dreams about not doing your home... Your- your homework or revising for an exam. I have them all the time. Well, I work to deadlines every week, so you can well imagine. Yeah. Yikes. You basically have to do your homework I do. every week. I, I have a dream um, most weeks where I wake up, I get up, I have a shower, I put my makeup on, I yell at the husband and the dog and the kid, I have mm. some breakfast, I dry my hair, I get dressed, I leave for work, and then I wake up. Wow. And I've I kind of done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then I have to do it again. <laughs> oh I'm going to say, that's, that's the most boring dream I've ever had. And it's so boring and it's so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrendous. So, so is it shaking in your bed? Yeah. So is it just oh, then that, oh my God, I can't believe I've actually now got to do all that again. And is I'm that, is bloody that... exhausted by the time I get up. <laughs> oh, but you, you've now made me remember. Do you, uh, did you ever have those dreams? It mainly happened when I was a teenager. You'd have those dreams and you'd have a dream that, you know, you'd met that person or you'd done something and you would it was so exciting and then you'd wake up and you would be absolutely gutted that it wasn't real well exactly exactly i was i was talking to another parent at the school the other day and they were saying oh and um, yes well uh, actually i mean i won't use his real name <laughs> they were saying oh yes well actually you know miles's name uh, actually came to me in a dream and I said, oh, really? Yes, that's, that's why my youngest son is called Jeff Goldblum. 
naked Jeff Goldblum <laughs> to give him his full title. Jeff, naked Goldblum. Goldblum. Yes. Yeah. Naked, um, Fantastic. Yeah. I about once a year, I have a dream because I, I did English literature at university. So I dream that I'm back at university and it's the end of term and I'm supposed to have handed in this essay about this novel that I haven't read and I haven't been to any of the lectures mm. and I just, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I don't know if that's a dream or just a flashback. I was going to say, I was going to ask you. happened about yeah. once a term. Oh, were you diligent or were you? <laughs> no. Yeah, because that's my, cause I, I'm with you. I absolutely have. My anxiety dream is I have my, I, I've got a dissertation to hand in that I literally have not written. I'm supposed to be spending a year writing it and it's due in tomorrow and I have not written one word. Yeah. That's my anxiety dream and I get it quite often. Um, but that's because it was actually true and I did leave my dissertation till the last week. So it's kind of steeped in truth. Yeah. But um, yeah, but then it is weird because some people have the teeth dream, don't they? That's their anxiety dream where they well, what, dream or their teeth fall out. What do you yeah. think it means? I, I quite often have the dream where I really, really need a shower to get ready for work, but I do it in public somewhere. Not, and not it's like that one. yeah like so it might be in the office at work and i will just be naked like chatting to people whilst i'm in the shower i mean you have <laughs> that's, that's, that's practical i mean yeah. she, that's a time saver <laughs> it's a time saver she did have spray tans in the office I mean, that, that, that wasn't too much of a stretch of the imagination to the lovely jewels did you yeah. spray you not there no, no okay. other people can spray to me. <laughs> she'd be sprayed by anyone i don't care who sprays me oh, right. yeah. i need my glow yeah. i need my glow yeah. <laughs> I have, I've had not many, but I've had a few dreams where um, you and I are doing a show together yeah. and we get there and we're on stage and suddenly we realise that we, we did write that song, but we forgot to learn it and mm. we just don't know the words. And then the audience starts drifting, or we just forget what we're doing. But what yeah. I quite like about these dreams is they're sort of, they're never that stressful because you and I are just like, we don't get in a panic. Like no. when I'm having my dream about university, mm. we just, but we're like... Oh, don't worry. We'll just busk it. Just get up. Be funny. It'll be all right. <laughs> and because we've got each other, it's sort of yeah. it's sort of all right. So well, I think that's quite uh, comforting. I, that's why I think it's so weird about about dreams, isn't it? Yeah. it because you're you're sort of sold this slightly false idea that dreams are supposed to be really dramatic and like you know they have to be really memorable. Yeah. And I find that most of my dreams are just really like really I go, boring. I, I go shopping in my dreams <laughs> in in like real time, and I will like. <laughs> are you at the self scan checkout? I, I will I will wake up and I've done an. Hour in Topshop oh. and then and, and I'm really disappointed when I'm like think god that was a really good dress but it doesn't exist yeah oh. it's like yeah but then you design it Joe and make I'm a very million. shallow basically yeah. is what I'm telling you all tonight. to have an hour in Topshop yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that, that that's the, the only place I get it oh. in my dreams oh my god yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, I remember early on uh, when Ellie and I you know we're getting to know each other and, and just started like um, writing comedy and rehearsing and then one one day we're rehearsing about halfway through I said, do you know what, Ellie? I had a, I had a dream that you had a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and it went really weird for the rest. I was like, why did I tell her that? <laughs> you know. Ellie. It's, it's, it, no, it, I, well, it I was clean. surprised because I normally don't tell that people <laughs> until I've known them for quite a long time. So I was, it was like, well, she's a psychic. What yeah, I was going to say, you're a soothsayer. Oh, my God. I don't just, you know when you've said something, like, why did I say that? Well, that brings us back to the original <laughs> point. I live a very honest life. It's, it's most days. <laughs> it's the, it, it is that you've touched on a, the, the disturbingly rude dreams. Yeah. I'll never forget. I'm sure I've told Ross this, so it's fine. I mean, it's, it, it's like when you have random dreams about having sex with people mm. and 
I dreamt there was this guy that we used to see every morning um, in a previous job who made my toast every morning. And I had no, I barely gave this guy a second thought. I'd say, hello, blah, blah, blah. No, no thought of all. But we, we got it on in a dream. Wow. And it was, and I went to work as normal. And when I was standing there ordering my toast, when he looked at me, I remembered, I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. I don't, you know, and then he smiled at me in such a weird way. <laughs> it's like he knew. And I just, I, I couldn't go back to the toast shop for weeks. because I was just No one like, buttered your toast quite like he did, Joe. Let's be honest. What is that all about? Oh. And now you're all going to pretend that you've never had random sex dreams, but I'm telling you, everybody does. But, oh, yeah, but then it is yeah. that thing, isn't it? Again, going back to friends, when Phoebe's furious with Ross, because in her dream he's done something and she carries it through. I mean, I've never had, have you ever had that? where oh, you've yeah. Actually... I have that with Ross all the time. He's always, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he, he's always out clubbing with other women <laughs> in, in my I, dreams. I think that's one of the reasons why my husband yeah. and I got together because my husband and I, we, we met when we were 18 but we didn't get together till we were about 24, 25 and we were very good friends for a long time and then I had an erotic dream about him and it did change, it change. the mm. way I, I felt about him. Obviously that's worn off now. Yeah. Uh, we've been and together you're stuck a long with him time. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we're legally bound. But uh, yeah, no, I, love I think that. It, it, it did change yeah. my, uh, my sort of went... Oh, and it turned out the dream was right. It was enormous. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's because really, oh. I can't believe I'm saying this after what I just said, but I mean, it's all in your head. So somewhere in the back of your head, yeah, you it, fancied him. Yeah, A door opened. But yeah. I didn't yeah. fancy the sandwich guy. I know I didn't. <laughs> I, know who, I know exactly who she's talking about. I don't know. It's yeah. weird, right? Funny. Yeah. What's the universe trying to tell you? That's what I think. It's, it, it is. You need a filling. Yeah. <laughs> or you need to change up your breakfast yes. order. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let's go with that, everybody. Yeah. 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 You've made yeah. it weird, Joe. Yeah. I have made it weird. <laughs> was it Subway? Six-inch hearty Italian, please. <laughs> Hold the meatballs. I think he was Italian. <laughs> yeah. I think he was. <laughs> I, think I know exactly who she's talking about, so it is Ooh. even funnier. Um, yeah. Was it Gino De Campo? <laughs> Yeah. I do annoyingly find him quite attractive. He's quite do you? Hot. He's quite yeah. Hot. yeah. I think he's very funny, which makes him hot. Yeah. I no, think. I don't think he's funny. I think he is funny. <laughs> I think he is One funny. Those ones you have to go. Shh. No. Don't. Do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Let's just do the bodies, See, do the talking. I again. think Sheena's camp is one of those people that actually there's going to be a big reveal. And in fact, he talks like Jacob Rees-Mogg. And the whole yeah. thing is... Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. see if he'll come on the podcast. Yeah. And reveal yeah. his true self. Yeah, his he true won't after he yeah, hears yeah, this. Receive yeah. pronunciation yeah, yeah. self. It's worse than yours. And that's saying something. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, there exhausted. we go. <laughs> I know. Are you ready for another sex dream? <laughs> I'm ready for another mundane getting ready before I get ready dream. <laughs> yeah. Calm yeah. Down, calm I, down. If I go home tonight and have just a dream about my mundane day, daily routine, I'm going to be really pissed off with you. <laughs> then I'll be like, just we don't, don't have sex with me. I'll hold That's it against I, you. <laughs> <laughs> I will try, but I am but flesh and blood, Joe. <laughs> well, I think that n- nicely wraps things Lovely. up. <laughs> <laughs> On that beautiful and we, sex and dream. And we've had note. a buttload of cheese, so who yeah. knows what we'll dream tonight. Oh, oh my yeah. God, you're right. Yeah. Going to be some crazy ass dreams. Uh, girls, oh like God, if you're still listening. Girls, thanks. ladies, I don't know what to say anymore. I felt the wrong. We whatever. actually prefer the term slags. <laughs> you big slags. Thanks for joining us. Yes. I mean, Great that, big You know, slags. that's honest, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's often Clean, what I say. Honest. Yeah. Slaggy fun. Yeah. yeah. When we're driving around the country and we go, can we believe? Can you believe that's our job to be slags for money? <laughs> like, can you believe what we're doing? We're also, like- yeah, we also accept the term milf. Uh, mother, I'd like to forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's so, moved yeah. on. Yeah. I don't think that's what the F stands for. No. Oh, it yeah. is now, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's been really, really good fun. Thank you for having uh, us. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you. Uh, and let's just finish off this cheese, Come back shall again. we? Yeah. We will. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.